Welcome back, everyone, to another edition of Throwing Partners. I'm here with my throwing partner, Chris Collins. Chris, how's it going today? I'm doing fantastic. And now I'm going to throw the ball back to you over there. How are you doing today, partner? Doing great. It's Monday. It's Monday. It's Monday. That's all I can say. And like we said, like, like, I, like I commented on your shirt before, it's Montreal Monday. Montreal Monday. If you're watching on YouTube, I got a Montreal Expos sweatshirt on. Chris, what uh, team are you representing? I got today? Seattle all day long with my UW Huskies all day long. Go dogs. UW. UW. Got okay. no hat on today. Just wild hair on YouTube. So I, it's it's you know all right, Montre- let's kick this Montreal off. Monday. But Montreal Monday. Before we start this, I just want to let you all know that we did a whole session of a podcast and didn't push <laughs> record. Didn't push record. So we so pushed record. Like still episode four to do that. Yeah, so this is like 4.1, I guess you could say. So yeah. um, let's, we're going to, and, and you know, two. after, and you know, after our first take, it was very short and sweet. So that's how this one's going to be as well, because not a lot's going on in the sports world, but we got a couple things we want to talk about. And that is the firing of Doug Peterson. Brian, what do you have to say? Yeah, Doug Peterson got fired today from Philadelphia. Um, crazy to think that he's a couple years, years, uh, years removed from a Super Bowl, but it was either try and trade a quarterback with a big contract or the easiest thing, fire the guy he doesn't really like. And their relationship was kind of falling apart at the end of the season. Uh, Wentz wanted out. Um, Philly wanted to keep Wentz, apparently. So they were like, well, the only thing we can get him to stay is if we get rid of the coach. So that's what they did. Peterson is out. Philly now has a vacant spot in their head coach department. I think it's a long time coming after this season, how it played out. So if you're a Phillies fan, I think a lot of people are kind of relieved of the firing of Doug Peterson with his idiotic moves that he did towards the end of the season as well. Um, a lot of it just didn't make sense. And now, now Philly can focus on, I know they have to find a head coach, but now they can focus on the deal with Carson Wentz and what to do and how, how are they going to play this out? I would love to see Jalen Hurts start. And I think he deserves it because he played well. Um, but with that, Let's so we're talking about football now, okay? As uh, as we talked about Doug Peterson being fired from Philly, let's talk about let's do a recap of this weekend's games really quick. Um, so Brian, I know you want to talk about the Colts and Bills. Um, what is something that stood out and what team uh got the victory that day? Uh, the thing that stood out to me the most was probably with everyone was uh, the Browns' big win over Pittsburgh. Um, None of us picked Cleveland to win. Uh, I know uh, we went three for three. Both of us went three for three in picks for Wild Card Weekend. Um, Zay went one for five. Uh, didn't do well. Oh man! Uh, Jacob the Rev went four and two. So the Rev he had the best spot. Preaching the, the word out there. Preaching the word. Preaching the word. But uh, I think the most fun game. That I thought it was Cleveland versus Pittsburgh. That was fun to watch last night. Um, but let's start off with the Colts. That was the first game on Saturday. My Colts lost, and it sucked. I was in kind of a, a little bitter mood afterwards, but I kind of got over it pretty quick. They played really well against a tough team like Buffalo. Most and definitely. I was, I was happy to see them be really competitive with them. And Phillip had a good game. Jonathan Taylor had a great game. Just a few miscues. They had that close Hail Mary at the end, but it got deflected. There were three guys on T.Y. Hilton. Um, 
it stinks, but I know Frank Reich has spoken out and said he wants Philip back next year. Give him one more year, see where it goes. He can possibly be that mentor again to Brissett and then Jacob Eason that they drafted out of Washington. But stakes, Colts are out. Buffalo moves on. We all picked Buffalo to win, except Zay. <laughs> so, I know. You know, you can't. Yeah. You know, I love Zay, and I, you know, I have to give him props though for picking the Colts because you know I didn't think they were going to keep it that close of a game. Um, so yeah, he had faith know, in my team that I didn't even have. So true, like, but you know, reality like, hit. Good call for Zay. He was close too. Yeah, no, very true. But I think uh, the Colts, as, as you are a fan as well, should be proud of where the franchise is heading. Um, and the draft picks that they've been picking have been very doing very well. Um, I think yeah, if they're Post smart, Andrew though, Luck, they're finally drafting well. <laughs> yeah, so I would say if if they're smart, you know, I I wouldn't bring back Philip Rivers. Um, that's too much of a cap hit too at such an older age. And I would let Brissett start and get his reps in. Um, and then I would go after maybe, you know, some free agent wide receivers to give Brissett more to, to, to deal with besides just like T.Y. and Doyle and all that. Um, that's just me. But I mean, if Philip Rivers comes back, good on him. I think it's still a good fit for Indy. So it's like a win-win basically, no matter what happens. So yeah. Good on them. Let's uh let's let's turn it over to Chicago versus New Orleans. What do you uh so who won that game and who was a big standout? Uh, Chicago or Chicago lost. Uh, Saints pulled out twenty-one to nine on that game. To be honest, it started out really boring. I was not interested. I kept the game on. Um, I had the option. I know some people watched it on the Nickelodeon broadcast, and I didn't even know that was happening until I tried clicking on on Amazon Prime, and I was like Nickelodeon. But I know what they're trying to do. I'm not the audience they're trying to target. They're trying to target younger audience. I get it. I was great on them. Like NFL did a great job marketing to younger crowd and doing on Nickelodeon uh, was a big step in the right direction. Uh, I hope baseball does the same. I don't think they will, but I really hope baseball does the same because a lot of people mm-hmm. out there don't care for baseball anymore. Well, you so wonder it's why it's no man's it, sport. <laughs> it, it's too traditional. I, I get it. There are times in the sports world that are revolution uh, like you know, revolutionizing the new sport and like how it happens, like basketball and all that. Um, I think uh, NBA commissioner Silver is probably the best commissioner in all sports right now. He does it very well. I agree. Um, Roger Goodell could be worse, but, um, you know, I think he started to trend towards players and that unity somewhere. He's getting more than what, you know, Rob Manfred for baseball is doing. Yeah. Rob Manfred I, is... I think the- too much is just he doesn't do anything yeah he, he doesn't. doesn't do anything uh i think the last year of 2020 really put things in the perspective for roger goodell and i think it's training in the right direction for the nfl um so props to them for doing the nickelodeon broadcast um the game was it got the saints pulled out at the end second half they kind of took it away uh bears just looked really off the defense held the Saints to only 21 points, which is pretty great. That's the, um, that's the thing that the Bears so, have had all season. It's just a good defense. And, you know, at, at, times it, at times it was in and out during the season, but it, it showed up last night. So um, if you're a New Orleans fan, I wouldn't say to panic after that win, but I would say panic if you had to play Green Bay at, if you go to the championship, which I, I can yeah. guarantee you um, Green Bay is going to that championship. Oh, yeah, hands down. I think Green Bay is the favorite in the NFC. Um, but it's a good game. Uh, they came out 21-9. to Bears defense was solid. 
um, towards the end. Chuck Pagano ran a great defense this whole season. You know, the Bears barely got in, so. Yeah. But it was it was an okay game. Uh, the big one was Cleveland and Pittsburgh, and <laughs> wow, what a game. Great pick for <laughs> Way Sunday night. Way to start night. it, too. No one, it's like no one, <laughs> that one yeah, started. Way to start it. <laughs> No one knew that was going to happen. All of us pit Pittsburgh. And I think the world picked Pittsburgh, except the city of Cleveland. I think so, And too. they pull out on top. I uh, mean, going up 28-0 wow. at the first quarter. Yeah. It was it was nuts. Um, you know, I honestly say, like, they capitalized on sloppy play by Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, Pouncey um, at center. His – his snaps were really high. Um, we saw with that first one, and it continued the rest of the game. It made Ben rush a lot of his passes, which resulted in four interceptions. Mm-hmm. Um, so he did not have a great game. He threw for four touchdowns, threw for 501 yards. But those four interceptions just came back to haunt him. And That's what Cleveland did. Just, they capitalized on those turnovers. Yeah, every everyone on that bench for Pittsburgh just looked – flabbergasted at the fact that they were losing to Cleveland at home like that like mm-hmm. props to Cleveland they played a great game that was a really fun game to watch um that team's hungry uh, after god knows how many years of missing the playoffs they finally had a winning season um I think it was the first win yeah the last time they were in the playoffs uh Baker Mayfield was in like the first grade I think it was 2006 so no, no, two thousand. Um, no, it was the two thousand two, two thousand two. Yeah, that was the last time the Cleveland were in the playoffs, and then nineteen ninety two was the last time they won a playoff game. I'm pretty sure. So for all the Cleveland fans out there, congrats on your win. Um, also for Buffalo, congrats on your win, and New Orleans, congrats on your win. Let's yeah. turn it. The over. last time they won, uh, though, sorry, uh, last time they won was ninety four. Ninety four under Bill Belichick. Wow. So. I was well, two, and <laughs> I you was were one. one. I was one. So now, it's if been a you long guys time do coming. mathematics, we're not thirty yet. So yeah, we're not <laughs> we're not there yet. But um, you know, man, good, good job, Cleveland. That city really deserved that win. So yeah. I hope I wish them nothing but success in the next future rounds. It's going to be tough, but they could probably do it. Yeah, Who knows? You know, anything can happen Football. in playoffs. So with anything that can happen in playoffs, right? Um, I want to talk about the first game of Tampa Bay versus Washington. Um, very just, you know, well-rounded game. And I think Washington would have won if Alex Smith did play, but let alone Tom Brady and the Bucks came out on top. So congrats to them. They haven't won a playoff game since they won the Super Bowl um, with John Gruden there and everything as a head coach. So with that, Washington has a lot to look forward to. Um, so does Tampa Bay going into the next round. So congrats to Tampa Bay. Um, keep doing your thing. Washington, keep doing your thing. You guys look great. So short and sweet with them. Uh, the Rams and Seahawks. <laughs> I was game. so disappointed in that For game. You. And the main reason was because Russ was not cooking that game. Um, I know we have a bad O-line, but a lot of those mistakes were on him. I think they were self-inflicting from him. He was holding on the ball way too long. He ran when he didn't really need to. Yeah. He was missing his targets a lot too, like open targets. And I was just kind of baffled by how off he was. I've never seen that. And, you know, that's our first loss at home in playoff history. So we're five and one in the playoffs. So, but I want to do congratulate the Rams. They did come to play. Um, Jared Goff looked good, even though that thumb is an issue. So hopefully he gets over that for you guys. 
but uh, congrats to the Rams. Um, Aker looked phenomenal too for the Rams. Yeah, Cam Akers, wow. Went he? I mean, he went off that game. So, um, Seattle fans, don't be disappointed. Stick with them. You know, we still have high hopes, and you know, we'll have a winning record. We'll probably make playoffs, but you know, it is a tougher division now with Arizona coming up. So, moving on to Baltimore versus Tennessee. I think that's the game a lot of people besides the Cleveland and Pitt game wanted to watch because it's like two the same. It's like each team is exactly the same. They really are. They're identical teams. Um, But, you know, ultimately Baltimore came out on top because I said it last week or last episode. It's going to come down to who runs the ball better, Lamar Jackson or Derrick Henry. And you know what? Lamar Jackson ran phenomenal. Derrick Henry only 46 yards rushing. I I mean – Baltimore's defense stopped everything that King Henry had to give and Baltimore is now moving on. Um, Congrats to them. And they're hot at the right moment. They got hot at the end of the season and now they're just scorching through it. And you know, that's, that's a, that's a scary team to play in the playoffs. Yeah. It's only, it's, it's always scary to, for opposing teams. Like Baltimore is getting hot at the right time. We see that in every sport. Um, Look at the nationals two years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, they got hot at the end of the season, rode it right through the playoffs, cruised. Um, it was great. You had, having Derrick Henry rush for 40 yards out of 18 carries is just After a 2,000-yard wow. season. Yeah, props to Baltimore's defense for holding him down. Wow. And Tannehill only threw for 165. Yeah, um, Baltimore's defense was – They did not know what to do. Yeah, Tennessee's offense had no idea how to get around – Baltimore's defense and you know what that's something that that Baltimore has been looking to have for a while and they finally have it um and then Lamar Jackson got his first playoff win so congrats to him he always says the haters are going to find something new to to hate about him and you know what I don't blame him because you know critics always do and no matter how successful you are they will always criticize you but Lamar Jackson I think you're doing great and I think you were an MVP last season for a reason Yes. And now you are playing like an MVP again in the playoffs, which is good for him. So, yeah. Chris, do you think um, that game a few weeks ago, he really had to poop? Like if that was poop or cramps? Oh, he definitely had cramps. He had cramps. Mm, I've done that walk before. You know, I mean, you could look at the tape. I know everybody says it's waddling. He's waddling. Nobody waddles with a cramp. Um, I do. When my leg's stiff, you can't run and bend your leg. You can't even move it. And I've done that same run trying to not poo. So, <laughs> but they call him Superman for a reason. He had to make a yeah. big uh, re-entry back into that Cleveland. Yeah, game, he so. either went to the bathroom to fix things, or he got that cramp out. We don't know. No. Only he, he knows. Well, he said he's <laughs> cramping. You have to trust the source. Yeah, trust the source. Well, someone needs poo. to do a DNA print on on those toilets in the locker room. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. But uh, that's it. That's it for the NFL. Quick and easy. Um, we're in the playoffs. So um, the next episode, we're going to do our picks. So tune in the next episode to find out what our picks are. But let's move into a very quiet MLB. The only big thing is the signing of Kyle Schwarber to the Nats to Washington for a one year, $10 million deal. Um, short and sweet for me. I think it's a great pick for very cheap. Um, and if he does well there, I can see him signing long term there. But other than that, um, I think he's a great fit for Nets. So what do you think, Brian? I agree. Uh, I agree. Um, Schwaba. <laughs> it would have been great if he went to Boston saying Schwaba. Kyle Schwaba. Schwaba. Yeah, Schwaba, Schwaba. hit one out of the pack there. <laughs> um, you know, $10 million is not a lot of money. And 
I think he was making less in Chicago. So the thing that gets me is like Chicago didn't tender him a contract. He wasn't in their future um, plans for the team, but that's still, he wasn't making a lot of money with them. So they're really cutting payroll. Um, mm-hmm. So he gets one year, 10 mil with the nationals, good pickup by them. He can play the corner outfield spots. He can play first. He's a good lefty bat off the bench. Um, yep. He hits for power. He's still young. He's only 27. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just sad to see him go from Chicago. He did a lot for them in the in his time there. He did a lot for them coming back off of injury in the 2016 World Series and got them a title, the first one in 108 years. Um, but it just shows that Chicago's looking to shred, and they couldn't give him 10 mil. It's just probably what he wanted, maybe. Who knows? Only I, they I, know in the front office, but go ahead. I, no, I just I just wanted to reiterate. I think if he does well and if he's a good fit in Washington, he's going to get a contract extension. Um, I don't know how much or how well he performs, but I think if he does well, he stays in Washington. If he doesn't, he, they move on, of course. Yes. Um, so it's, it's a very great signing from the Nats at the standpoint for the amount of money they signed him for and let alone the potential out of it. Because they could also, if he's doing well, they could also trade him for more picks or more yeah. prospects, you know. So I think the Nats were very smart about this. And I think Kyle Schwarber is very smart, too, because I think Chicago, like you said, they're somewhat in the middle of like, we want to compete, but we also want to rebuild. And so it's just like, I think a fine line in Chicago. So I think it's good for Washington to take him. I think it's, it's good for them man. Chicago. They had this window, and I think they really banked on it being open past 2016, mm-hmm. but it just wasn't there either with yeah. inconsistent pitching or inconsistent hitting. Um, it's tough to see. Like, they were supposed to have this long run, and it didn't happen. They did it the right way. I mean, they got all those guys. They came a year early. Remember, in 2015, they mm-hmm. weren't supposed to compete, and they went to the championship series against the Mets. Yeah, most definitely. So they did – they did really well. Um, they, they could definitely prove stinks. us wrong this year too. Cause I honestly, I didn't think they were going to make the playoffs this year and they did. So, yeah. but Schwarber out of Chicago playing for the nationals. Um, I think they'll have a big season there. They mm-hmm. play a full season and he might get a contract there again, or he'll play the year out, do well, and maybe sign with an AL team if they don't keep the DH. Uh, I think Schwarber's a guy like, Giancarlo Stanton, who's not going to see a lot of field time and be a full-time DH. And yeah. if they're not going to have it in the National League, his best bet is to get a contract in the American League. And there are teams that would really like a lefty bat with oh, power yes. in their lineup. So oh, yes. It, it, I mean, MLB so is a lefty. That's it for MLB. Yeah, MLB is definitely a lefty oh, sport, go. though. Sorry. It was just, I was just going to yeah. say it's a oh, lefty yeah. sport. So, um, but with lefty, that. Lefty swings are really pretty. Yeah. And, you know, well, I mean, pitchers that are left-handed have a natural uh, slice to their ball. So um, yes. just for you fans out there, if you didn't know, if you're a lefty, play baseball. So there you go. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> the more you know. That's that you know, that's like you know, you learn something new every day. So um, but with that, we're done with MLB. We're on to the NHL, which is even gonna be shorter and sweeter. Because they haven't started yet. <laughs> because but but here's the thing, it's getting little sweet lips touching there because the NHL season starts on Wednesday. Wednesday. I cannot wait. 13th. They are. I'm excited. They're going to, I'm not really, you know, you've, you're the hockey buff on this, on this podcast. Mm -hmm. I'm a casual fan, but it's really fun. 
I think it's more fun going to the games, but watching on TV is kind of tough for me. Um, but I'm excited for this season. It's going to be fun. Um, where I'm based, like Ducks and Kings are big. Yeah, but I think I lean towards more the Ducks. I don't really That's care right for the Kings at all. But even though I don't like the Ducks or Kings either, but I I'm glad you you go for the Ducks more than Kings. But with that, if you guys yeah, are would you uh, say if you're gonna like if you're gonna like hockey, if you, like it, the yeah, Sharks, if you're, right? If you're, if you're a hockey fan, or if you're actually no, sorry, if you're not a hockey fan, you want to become a hockey fan. Just be a San Jose Sharks fan. We have great colors. We have great players. Yeah, we sucked last year, but you know that means you start at the lot the the bottom, and you know what it feels to climb up. So be a Sharks fan. Or if you want to wait a year, Seattle Kraken come next year and you can be a fan of those because that's a brand new team. So with yeah, that, join, Angel, that huh? join that bandwagon Seattle team. Yeah. You yeah, never know. I mean, start. Vegas did it and went to the Stanley Cup the first year. So you never know. Yeah. So um, we got Wednesday 13. We got five NHL games. Uh, pretty good matchups. We got Tampa Bay and Chicago. Look forward to that one. Mm-hmm. And then we got Philly and Pittsburgh playing. I, I would watch the, the Philly game. I, I would watch the Philly that I'm game. Looking at. Yeah. But with that, NHL is a wrap. And now we're on to our last topic, which is college football. Um, but before that, actually, sorry, let's hit up the NBA. We're going to hit up the NBA because it's very quick, too. It's just the coronavirus has taken a hit on the NBA and a lot of teams, a lot of uh, games are being postponed now. So, Brian, do you think, I mean, Adam Silver's already said that he's going to continue on, but do you think the NBA season comes to a halt at any time soon? I don't think it will. I think if there's a big outbreak, it might. But I think he's taking notes from NFL that if you're not going to follow the rules that are set in place for this health protocol, your team's going to suffer. Mm-hmm. We saw that with Denver. You know, they didn't have a quarterback a few weeks ago because they weren't <laughs> playing by the rules. They got COVID. You're sitting out. Sorry. Mm-hmm. So I think it's tough luck, and I know people are going to whine, and coaches are going to whine, well, we need players, we can't play with this. Then you should have got a hold of your players and told them, like, if they're going to play and play for their money, you shouldn't be going out partying. I mean, stay I, I, home. Would play, I would play for that money. I would play for that money in a heartbeat. Yeah, I'm not good <laughs> at basketball, but I can pass the rock. Does anybody need a 5'10 power forward? I'm – willing to uh you know i can i can throw a body or two but i won't do a demarcus cousins throw the elbow and against former teammates no or a hand swipe and everything like that so but with that let's go on to college football um big game tonight national title game ohio state versus alabama um i'm gonna just say right now i think ohio state is going to beat alabama in a march and i know i said that they're gonna roll into alabama and just destroy alabama I'm sorry, folks. I'm a man. Of, I am wrong. I know when I'm wrong and I have to admit it. I think it's going to be a close game, but I think it's going to be a 10 point game. Um, but I got Ohio State beating Alabama. Well, who do you got? I have Ohio State beating Alabama as well. I think riding the momentum of beating Clemson is really in their favor right now. It's going to be a close game. Alabama's always scary. That's why they're number one. But I see Ohio State pulling this game out. It's going to be close, like you said. 10 points, maybe even less, but mm-hmm. it's going to be a brawl. And I think the Buckeyes pull out with this national championship win over Alabama. It's well-deserved. I mean, any team, even Alabama, if they win too, it's well-deserved as well. Um, but with that, folks, if you're especially listening. In a season, <laughs> yeah. Especially in a season like this. Exactly. Like, it was just like nobody knew what was going on. So hopefully yeah. uh, 
you know, I mean, it's not hopefully, but we will know a winner tonight. So, and with that, the last topic is the Hall of Fame um, inductees for the college football. There's three names I just want to kind of point out. And one of them that's kind of like out there is Tony Romo in Eastern Illinois. Uh, there's not a, little, a lot of big fans, so I can't really talk about Tony Romo in college. But um, one of the college names I, I like that got inducted is Darren Sproles from Kansas State. Had a great career uh, in the NFL for a long time. And, you know, no matter how small he is, he defied the odds and and just was a powerhouse at Can- Kansas State. Oh, my gosh, my roommate just scared me so bad and through my window. <laughs> so if you're watching on YouTube, I just – panicked because my roommate is laughing hysterically outside right now because she scared me and i just i'm going to after this podcast i'm probably gonna have to talk to her about that so um, how about this you replay last night's cleveland pittsburgh game oh i could get back at her just because she's a pittsburgh fan yes i will definitely do that and she's uh trying to relax and everything i'll just yeah i'll just do that so but anyways back to college football after darren scrolls (laughs) i do my heart's pounding, but I I like the uh, induction of Bob Stoops from Oklahoma as the head coach. He had his whole career there as a head coach at uh, Oklahoma, won a national title, one of the most winningest coach of all time. So it's good for him to see that. And the last one I, I do want to talk about is Carson Palmer at USC, um, you know, was great in the NFL as well when he played in Cincinnati and Arizona and all that. Um, so with that though, Brian, do you have well, any? Well, hold up, hold up. What I, about, uh, I was what about gonna... Bob Stoops? Stoops? I already talked about Bob Stoops. Bob Stoops. I said that was Bob the Stoops. last podcast where we didn't record. I talked about Bob Stoops just now. Were you not listening? Oh. So, folks, not. if you're playing on <laughs> if you're playing on Spotify, um, and you hear me talk about Bob Stoops, please leave a comment in our Instagram or something and tell Brian to get a hearing <laughs> aid. So. <laughs> But with I that, think, Brian, I think the whole uh, recording mishap earlier, I've kind of thrown <laughs> off a little bit. <laughs> I think that's throwing us all off. But with that, that is a wrap. It's short and sweet. So I just want to tell you guys, as always, follow us on Instagram, follow us on Facebook. Uh, we're throwing partners on both of those. Just look up throwing partners. Also, listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts as throwing partners, also on YouTube as throwing partners. And if you have any questions or comments, please leave them in the YouTube comments or direct message us on Facebook or Instagram. And also, as always, you can email us at throwingpartners at gmail.com. And for my final note, uh, sign off here. I'm just going to say, you know, as always, stay safe, be healthy, be a kind person. And on to you, throwing partner. Just to reiterate what Chris said, um, if you have any questions or you want us to improve on something, if we miss something, if you got something wrong, let us know. Um, we don't have a fact checker, so be our fact checker. We'll bring it up in the next episode. I'm admitting we were wrong. We're just doing this for fun. We're just trying to get it out there. Like our info says, we are striving for mediocrity. And I think we're that's what it's about. <laughs> I think we're at the bare mediocrity, but we want to be in the middle. Like middle of mediocrity is like, I guess you could say, is that like, does that con like, you know? Go against each other if you're in the middle of a middle. The, the middle of mediocrity? Hmm. Middle of middle? I don't know. Middle but with middle. that, yeah. <laughs> as Brian yeah. contemplates how life is now of mediocrity. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm sorry. That was so funny. But with that, uh, we are signing off, throwing partners. Thanks again for listening.
Thank you guys. Have a good week.